It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Well, 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 it's me again. Back for another week, I guess. I hope you enjoyed last week. Um, I saw many quotes from that episode. And a short episode, albeit, I don't know how long this episode will be, but I don't know why. I just didn't really feel like recording. I just didn't. So I'm recording this on a Monday. Took myself to the office. I was like, no, I'm going to record today. I think I, I, yeah, I recorded on a Monday last week as well, innit? Probably I'm just waiting for, to know that I've got all of the things that I need to talk about. Anyway, you're probably like, who's talking? It's me, Kalechi, Kalechi Okafor, in the place to be. And you are listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, suck your mum. Um, New listeners, I think that maybe they find that title really sort of like, oh my God. I know that they were even a bit squeamish about dickhead and recovery affirmation cards or affirmation cards or affirmations for a dickhead in recovery. Oh my God. Like get with the motherfucking program. Seriously. You have worse things in your life to be worrying about than the fucking title of a fucking podcast or a fucking deck of cards. Like get the fuck over yourself. Jesus of the card playing higgy haggers um anyway let's get into it you're probably like damn girl mama aya didn't take away a single expletive she let you keep all of that honestly i kept all of the things um yeah I'm, I'm, many people ugh, this is another thing right a few people have been asking me like so tell me about your ayahuasca journey tell me everything no like no if you listen to the podcast you'd know that the answer is no what's there to tell you what am I telling you you know um the people that the people who have to know will know like do you get it and anyway it's been a week since I've been back from the jungle the jungle the jungle and I feel I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. No, I feel, and this is the reality of everything. I feel in some regards, like not even a sense of regression, but just like you, you do, you go on a retreat like that. You go and do something so amazing. And then you have this period where you're just like, but nothing's changed. Like, I've gone away and had all of these insights, but everybody around me is still, they're still the people that I came back to meet. Do you get what I mean? Um, and this is when the integration starts. This is when you take the insight, you know, this is when I take the insight that I've received and then I apply it to the life that I have. And you know, when I was saying about them, man, that will go to do ayahuasca, waska, ayahuasca, waska. They'll go and drink. They'll go and even, in fact, don't even drink the thing anymore. Just go and eat the vine of the tree and then eat the Bobby Sana as well. And then just let everything marinate in your tummy. Like they, you'll do all of that, but you're still unwilling to interact with the life that is around you. Right. 
And so I had to, I'm having to look at everything around me and being like, with what I've gained in terms of insight in other, like into the thing, how do I take this insight and do life? And I, I'm cognizant of being impatient and understanding that love takes time to heal when the heart is... I Mariah Carey, I'm so sorry because every time I attempt a song and I have to admit to myself, girl, you do not know a motherfucking word of that song. You do not know a lyric, yeah? You do not know... A, you don't even know the lack to the rick. You don't know. Leave it alone. But you get what I mean. Leave the songs alone. Mariah has had enough, all right? Um... Yeah, so I'm having to understand that things take time. Change takes time. And I, you know how I love me some Channy Nicholas. I even need to listen to the reading for this week for Aries Rising. She says, oh, there'll be incredible sensual pleasures and rare, rare, rare for us all. I better get some sensuality. I better. Sensuality. Just give me a cute shoe and some nice food. The food hasn't... Food hasn't really slapped this week, you know. Maybe that's why my energy's a bit, mm, somehow. Because I don't think I've really, really eaten, like, apart from the food that my mum made me when I got back. I don't think I've eaten food this week that I, were, I was like, wow. And you know how much I love food. Food is so important to my life. I mean, some of you will be like, food is important to all of our lives collectively. Like, we need to stay alive. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. But that man survived, what, 20 and something days on a boat when he was stranded out in the ocean with just uh, a, a what is it a bottle of Heinz ketchup um so you know the our need for food is different basically what I'm saying is that I love really really nice food and I don't think I've had anything really nice this week so I think that may have impacted it like everything's just been dead well obviously it's dead when it's on the plate but that's why I should probably stop eating carcass um, what was the point I was trying to make about being impatient? Can't be impatient because things take time. And then Chani Nicholas, see, I'm working my way back to what I want to say. Chani Nicholas, I was listening to the reading from last week and she was just like, her readings are always so on point. And especially since I'm really in tune with my sort of astrological transits in the moment, like life is happening in the way that I can clearly see in the charts. Cause sometimes it can be a bit murky. Um, so yeah, she said like when you are making changes to life or when you are being conscious to, or awakening and coming into consciousness of who you are, um, as this expression of divine love, that it will feel a bit, um, awkward. It will feel a bit kind of, um, you know, you'll stumble like it's 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 not smooth right and I've heard similar said in therapy sessions when they say that when you're becoming self-actualized sometimes you're kind of like a bull in a china shop you know like just going every because you you're still you're still trying to figure it out and she said think of a, a child and that really was applicable to me because of Lev think of a child when they're first starting to walk or when they're first starting to do something that they've never done before and you look at them with awe because you know like they've never tried this before and they're giving it their best shot and then you're so proud of them and you're like you're gonna get it you're gonna get it and she gave that example and it made me so teary because I was just like that's exactly it like fam like we have to root for ourselves we really have to root for ourselves because a lot of us have not done 
what we're doing now. We haven't done it before, especially if, and I've been having conversations recently with pe- uh, people about like, just generally like how we function in our families and relationship dynamics and things like that. And I'm noticing that I'm coming across some people who maybe they exist in the realm of toxic positivity because you're like, I'm like, you can't be the way you are if everything in your fam- family was functional. And they'll be like, oh, no, no, everything was great. Everything that like, everyone just worked it out. Everyone's great. Everyone's, you know, positive, positive, positive. And it's like, no, you can be positive, but you also have to recognize the shadow. And so because a lot of us haven't seen um, anything other than dysfunction growing up, I'm so I'm happy for the people who haven't experienced that. That's great. Um, but then you, I guess you see dysfunction elsewhere in the world. But if you've grown up in a family where you haven't actually seen functional relational dynamics you're having to unlearn what you know and then relearn or learn how to then be in more healthy dynamics and the I actually think the healthier a dynamic is the more triggering it can be at times or uncomfortable it can be at times because you're seeing in real time all of the ways that your needs were unmet for however many decades right and that can be a real motherfucker but we stay committed to the assignment which is to elevate and to ascend in this lifetime so I just think that that is what I'm having to remind myself of of what Chani said um, in that reading from last week where she was just like, just think of yourself, think of that inner consciousness within you or the alignment of your higher self and who you um, currently are in this realm, seeing how your higher self is that proud adult watching you like awaken to life, awaken to your divinity and that you're figuring it out. And yes, you're going to make certain mistakes and it's going to be challenging. It's going to be that, but you, there is a higher um, version of you that is rooting the fuck out of you. Um, Like they want you to get this and they're so proud every time that you do. And they've got endless grace for the times when you don't, you don't quite get it. And I'm just applying that to my experience with, um, you know, going to Peru and um, having that sort of um, whole ayahuasca experience that I've come back with all of this insight. I've come back with all of these things, but I'm so protective of it. So even when close friends are like, tell me what it was like, tell me this, tell me that. And I'm like, I don't really have much to say. So I find myself talking in the abstract or talking about what the uh, facilities were like, you know, the, the, the center was like, I find myself talking about that because I just think that everything else is just way too precious at this early stage to share with anyone. If I don't know what I'm going to do with it, because I find also with people that you're close to or that you chat with the, the very casual way that people give unsolicited advice. Um, I posted in my close friends, uh, thing recently from, um, Nidra Tawab, where she talks about, um, she's a therapist and she says, um, something like, you know, practice saying to people, I don't want your opinion on this. I, I need a container. I need a soundboard to kind of roll things off, but I don't actually want extra insight or your your uh, perception of this because I think people go too quickly to give advice and then everybody's trying to give the best advice and this and that where maybe sometimes sit and just listen because that eye contact the smile the nod 
you know, the engagement, you know, engaging with each other's eyes. Sometimes that's enough rather than running in to be like, this is what I think you should do. And you know, this is terrible, right? And I, you know, you need to do, no, I don't need to do anything. I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. And that's, I feel like that is also liberating to be like, I've gone on this journey. I see the things that I need to change. I'll choose when I change them. That's powerful. And letting people know that while I'm talking to you about a particular thing, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I already know. A lot of us already know what to do. It's just the case of doing it. Right. And I also think why it's helpful to not go in and give um, to, you know, go into giving unsolicited advice is because then you're vexed when a person doesn't do what you've said. Oh, I tell, I give them advice and they don't take it. Exactly. Exactly. So save your advice. And even if they ask and they still don't do what you said, it is what it is, baby. It is what it is. So yeah, the, you know, these are different things that I'm kind of navigating at the moment. I wouldn't even say grappling, but just navigating at the moment. I especially dislike unsolicited advice when I don't know who the fuck you are or we don't have a friendship or we don't have a closeness like that. Um, You should, you know, like you'll say something like, oh, da, 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 da. I put something like my tummy's rocking when I made the video about um, free school meals and the people who were fucking losing it over the fact that uh, I'm going to talk about him later that Sadiq Khan wants to give primary school children in London free school meals or all primary school children and somebody was like you should take da 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 and while I think that that's cool for some people I really I didn't ask you I didn't ask you and let's practice that more I believe going forward was did anybody ask for my opinion you know of course if it's in a public forum and you're doing what you're doing and there's a discourse going and it's not directed to a particular person do what you want but if some if, if a particular individual did not ask you baby save it same with um, me posting in certain areas about um, what I've experienced with ayahuasca and people being like yeah well you know at this stage then you're going to do this and you're no 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 don't do that don't do that because we know how I love a block. I love a block. Behave. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I've got to jump on a meeting in a bit and then I'll come back and continue recording because that's life. That's life. You better not be racist. I'm single. Um, all right. Well, let me do this tarot letter then. Let me do this tarot letter that I saw that I thought was gorgy. Um, I've got new hand tattoos. Oh, let me tell you, them hand tattoos, ooh, they sting. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Got um hand poked, uh, a hand poked design on my thumb, on my two, like my two thumbs that are opposable, allegedly. Um yeah, two hand poked designs on my thumbs. Very, very much pain, much pain, much stinging. Got it done by Adam Sage. It was great having a conversation with him um while he was doing it as well it's interesting because I had this thing um when I was getting my tattoos and I was just like I don't want any white people to tattoo me none but I liked Adam um, Adam Sage's work for a while and so I just thought why not because sometimes we come up with these arbitrary rules and you know while there is you know, reason that we might, you know, not go to certain people, especially when you've got black skin. Um, 
you don't want to always you don't want to necessarily go to white tattooists because when they start that whole bullshit about your skin doesn't take to uh tattoos or this and that simply because they have not been they're not well versed at tattooing black skin nobody needs needs that bullshit but um adam tattoos my bestie so i thought yeah why not because my bestie's tattoos are sick so i thought yeah let me go through and lo and behold loved it the experience was really really cool so um yeah big up yourself adam and yeah i'm gonna go back and over time just build um the tattoo on my hands i didn't think it was um smart to go with a whole last design on my entire hand firstly maybe i would have even passed out but um i just think let it grow organically whatever finger calls to me next probably not the middle finger for some people um then i'll tattoo that but we'll see how we go there is no rush there's no rush is the motto need to remind myself anyway let's get to the letter that i chose um holding on to you holding on here we go dear kelechi i hope this finds you well and you and your family are having a very happy new year so far background feel free not to read this if it's too long i truly love your podcast i started listening over three years ago when i was living abroad for three months working at an education charity i was so lonely in that time but your podcast always made me feel much brighter and connected to home and to other people when i got home i became an avid listener and i've been hooked ever since i work in westminster and all i'll say is due to a happy accident one day in the house of commons a short excerpt from straw of the week was blaring out of my speaker instead of my airpods right outside the entrance of the commons i like to think the message got through to the right people that day <laughs> i'm writing with a request for some guidance if that's okay I started 2023 full of hope. 2022 was a difficult year for me. I bought my first home with my partner and we moved in together for the first time. From that point onwards, our relationship took a downward spiral. I was very depressed at the time. He had a lot of family circumstances. We stopped prioritizing each other and I believe the blame was shared two workaholics in a small space. After a short break, we came into 2023 promising a fresh start to each other. But my gut led me to go and search his phone. Girl! Just this morning. Let me read that again. But my gut led me to go and search his phone just this morning and I found multiple messages from many other women that spanned almost the last year. He was deeply apologetic. Wow, he's still alive. And said he felt he needed to get help for a deeper issue. <sighs> I was devastated, but I left our home once again and have returned to stay with family. I write this while nursing my broken heart. I know I'm not the first person to be in this position and there's probably nothing unique about it, but I can't help but wonder if I've made the right decision. Our fresh start really did feel fresh and I feel I'm punishing him for behavior that is behind him. He's had such a hard upbringing. Um, okay, I won't read that part like you said. Um, I guess my question is, how many chances does someone deserve? Is he ultimately the man I should be with and therefore fight for? He has made so many promises for our future. My heart believes them. Am I wrong? I feel so lost and afraid to start over and be without him as I really do believe we were destined to be together. 
I'd be so grateful for any advice. I don't know my birth chart. I'm so sorry. I've tried without luck to get my time of birth and my parents don't remember. I'm a Gemini and people say we are the worst. But besides that, I'm new to all of this. Thank you so much again for who you are and all you do for us. Love a baby girl with a broken heart. Oh, my babe. My babe. I don't like this for the girlies. I do not like this for the girls. I do not. For fuck's sake. And you sent that 7th of January. For fuck's sake. On the 7th of January? God damn. All right. Let's see. Spirit, please help me with the advice that a baby girl needs at this time. I mean, it's been a while since this email was sent through. How is our baby girl doing? And what is the overall advice? Oh, okay. That must find her at this time. Okay. All right. One more card, please, Spirit. What's the message that needs to find our baby at this time? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. The cards that come up for you right now. Um, we've got the six of cups in reverse. We've got the star card in reverse and we've got the high priestess. So um, I was just talking earlier about unsolicited advice. I know that you've asked for my advice, but you mentioned your heart quite a few times in this letter. And I just want to let you know one thing that I wish more people said to their people then. It's okay. It's okay to do or to not do. Give yourself time. And your manner of working through whatever it is that you're working through won't look like anybody else's. Um, you talk about the fact that, you know, you know that you know that this situation is not unique to you. Let me pull a card from the um, affirmations for a dickhead in recovery, because that's what it's called. If you don't like it, suck out. Um, hold on. Not my two phones dropping on the floor. Oh, I see what spirit did there. Six of cups was meant to be upright. So it fell down and came back up. Um, okay. You've got two cards. Got two cards here. We go from the decadent recovery. Just gonna get you some charms as well. You said this is not the you know you're not the first person that this will happen to, baby. Our hearts belong to us. I don't care if you know all seven. How fam? I don't know how many people are on this earth. You know, but millions of people could have experienced heartbreak before. This is my own heart. I can't speak for everybody else's heart. My own heart is broken, so I can only speak for my own heart. Sometimes, yes, it is. You've got the star again, baby. Um, other people could have experienced things. I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. But we're speaking about me. And so I can only speak for me. And while it's comforting to know that other people have gone through it, yeah, 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 yeah. But this hurts my heart, the heart that lives in my body. So we're talking about your heart, not what other people have experienced okay I know it's painful um the fact that you felt that you needed to go through the phone and I'm not somebody that likes to shame people for going through phones because mate 
You're talking to somebody with a Scorpio, Venus, Scorpio, Moon, Pluto in Scorpio, fam. I am, ha! I am queen of the underworld. Like, babes. My level of, if I want to find something out, bitch, you better pray that I don't want to find out your, your, your blood type, your this, that, that. When it comes to intel, you better tell the CIA to get the fuck. Get the fuck out. Because me, ha, there is only one person that can go above me in that regard. And they're a Gemini. I'm not even going to bait them up. But there is only one person that I know that can go further than I can go when it comes to finding out things. So I don't hold it against you. I feel like sometimes when there is that um, uncertainty, you're like, I need to find this. I need to find that. If I need to find out something about anybody, like I will, usually I start around like 1am. I will sit there and I will do my, I will do my dig. I shouldn't, I should have been an archivist or researcher because the things that I find, woo, baby. Um, But it's about thinking about the fact that you felt that you needed to do that the lack of trust, the clear emotional disconnect that you're feeling with each other. That was like, I need to know. And I know that must've been gut-wrenching. Like fam, you saw that and you said, you know who needs to hear this? Kelechi. And you got typing. I'm so, I'm so proud of you for typing all of that coherently because I would have just been writing, ah, the entire time. And I appreciate that he was apologetic. Um, I don't really know how I feel about the whole, oh, um, I need to, whatever he said, because sometimes when men be doing all of this stuff, then they be like, oh, I'm a sex addict. Oh, fuck off. It's only you in this life that's a sex addict, you fucking idiot. Shut up. Um, wow, that was really violent. But um, no, honestly, that it's, a, it's, it's about accountability. And if you, you mentioned some things that he's gone through in his childhood and his family life, he should f- find a healing practice. I don't want to quick, these days I'm not quick to jump to therapy. Find a healing practice, find a healing modality that calls to you and go and immerse yourself in that. Go, just go and do something. Because the amount, I hate the way that people talk about daddy issues, daddy issues. And whenever they're talking about that, it's a loaded term um, geared towards women. The amount of man them that have daddy issues, you're like, go, no, you're not talking about that. Parental issues, unmet needs overall. We're not talking about that. Like, and so you either go to be the fathers that were not around for you, like you go and emulate their characteristics or there's just something like how is it that you grew up with a father that was just higgy and instead of going you know what what I'm going to do is not be higgy you instead start going oh like maybe I want to have a life where there's just like I'm thinking about Nick Cannon here like I'll just have lots of I'll just have lots of children with lots of women And then I know that the, you know, that way the legacy carries on. What legacy of fuckery are you trying to carry on? What legacy of fuckery? 
Like people are laughing. That's what gets me about like the whole, I feel like I'm going off tangent, but that's what really gets me about the whole Nick Cannon situation. Like you're having all of these children knowing that you are not going to be present. And then when these two, I think of the mothers have tried to come online to say that, you know, it's not what you don't think it is. And they've been shouted down to the point where they're not speaking again and probably deleted their videos or whatever the hell. Like we live in a society that does not want to have a really, really necessary conversation about the ways in which uh, parents and especially um, fathers in certain regards don't take enough accountability um, for the emotional needs of their children. I know that there are some fantastic fathers. We still have to have the conversation though. Anyway, six of cups, the star card in reverse, the high priestess. Then you've got, I pulled two charms. You've got the star and then you've got a one charm that looks like a book. And it says once upon a time, six of cups. There's um, a lot of childhood things that he needs to work through. But also for you, it seems to me here that there is a wound that what you've seen has really set off. Um, and it's important to give to yourself at the time that you're probably listening to this, you're probably trying to find a way to preoccupy yourself with meeting his needs that if he gets better, then you can feel safer. But what I've come to learn, baby girl, is that we put so much effort into other people trying to get them better in the hopes that they will heal us. Nobody is coming. We must heal ourselves. It is up to us because the amount of energy, the life force that we have, that we put into trying to get other people to heal is in some ways, I don't want to necessarily call it self-betrayal, but it's self-abandonment, right? And that really came up for me in Peru. I think it was like the second night, the second ceremony that I did, um, you know, having the medicine of um, ayahuasca. And the intention that I set, I'm happy to, I think I'm happy to share my intention that I set. Um, I had two intentions. So once I felt like I'd reached um, an understanding of the first one, I moved on to the second one and then I got flogged beyond belief. Um, I said, I want to know how to love myself more deeply, unconditionally. I want to be taught by grandmother Aya how to experience the love within myself deeper and more amazing than any love I've ever felt in this realm and when I tell you the things that I was shown I sobbed I cried as if like I'd never cried before I didn't even know where the weeping was coming from it was just like it was very deep inside me it's like we took an elevator all the way down 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 into the depths of my soul and it was just like this this pain, this um, fear, this hurt was waiting there and it just needed to be brought up and through me. And while that was happening, I really thought about all the ways that I desperately just wanted people to see me and help me heal instead of taking that very energy 
and starting the work myself because I do believe that we can't heal in isolation. Eventually, we're going to get to a point in our healing process where we are um, requiring community. Controversially, I do believe that we need to start that work ourselves first before going into community because sometimes people really discombobulate the energies when... um, you know, they haven't even done some groundwork initially. So the reason I'm saying that to you is because I, when I was having that experience, I felt every single time I'd prioritized somebody else's needs above my own every single time. Right. And came back to this concrete jungle, this Babylon with that fierce, with that ferocious yet gentle, isn't that weird? Kind, um, intention that I will prioritize my healing above all else, right? I will prioritize giving to myself above all else. Like in this lifetime, in many lifetimes, I've given so much of me. I deserve to experience what it is to feel my love. Like my love is transformative. My love is a bad girl love. Do you get it? Like, and so many people around me have experienced that love. I deserve to experience that love for myself. What would it be like if I turned that energy inwards and allowed myself to see the divinity that so many others like see in me? You see it. And this is why I think that I saw your message at this time, because I wonder what um, advice I would have given you had I not had I not gone to Peru, had I not had that experience. What would I be saying to you? So what I feel like the ancestors are saying to you, what spirit is saying to you is, baby, this very moment you're listening to this, I don't know what, where you lot are in your sort of dynamic, in your relationship right now. But if you f- can feel it, if what I'm saying to you is ringing true, that you are in this moment, distracting yourself from feeling the sense of betrayal that you feel because of um, what happened, from feeling um, some anger at the fact that you you were experiencing the same disconnect and you weren't just jumping in bare man's DMs and doing all of this and doing... Like, you give yourself space to feel that. I like that there is that element of where you can take yourself um, away and, you know, go to family and give yourself that time to heal. At some point, you are going to have to come back into that household and decide what is it, what you, what are you doing? You've gotten a place together. And from what I'm gathering, you haven't lived together previously before that. So there's a harsh learning process that you have both come into, like committed to getting a place together and boom, um, it's more permanent in terms of, ownership and things like that so you're finding yourself in this dynamic you in essence you've got to decide you you can't be keep running out of the house though like there's going to be a point you have to really sit there and really figure out like what is it practically emotionally mentally spiritually where are you both going from here there has to be a structure and that structure has to fit your healing as well he's not prioritized in this because I know that um you can you mentioned like thinking about life without him baby I get it I get it there were certain decisions when I was making the decisions I was like right I've been in this thing for how many years what would life look like outside of this but there what life would look like the unknown was way way more attractive to me than the known and that's when you know when the concept of uncertainty of what is out there or what comes next is more alluring to you, is um makes you feel more excited and um like that your divine light is shining when you feel that as opposed to staying with what you know or the dynamic that you know, that is when you're like, yeah, got to go. If you're still in a stage where you're still not quite sure, that's fine. 
The star card in reverse here is showing up here because it's again stressing the importance of your healing. You have to give to yourself. Do not spend all this time because being that Gemini sun, you're wanting to go into that cerebral space. You're wanting to go into that space within your mind as to how do we fix this problem, especially with the work that you do as well. Everything is about logic. How do we fix this problem? Go into your body. What does this feel like in your body? And start there because the reason that the high priestess came up here is because your intuition is off the charts, but you have to let your intuition come to the fore. You can't keep using your mind to override what your body, what your soul is telling you. You mentioned your heart so many times. Your heart is telling you the truth. Your heart is telling you where to go next. Do not let your mind drown out where your heart is telling you to go or to stay, like whatever it is, but let your heart dictate to you. Essentially you're going to have to drown out the noise of everybody else Like everything I've said to you Take what works for you Dash out the rest But essentially you've got to listen to your heart And I also feel like within your workplace as well I'm seeing the high priestess I'm using the Lisa Stirl Modern Witch Tarot deck If you want to look up what this card looks like online But I feel like there's a promotion You've either recently got a promotion Or there's a promotion coming for you around the corner Your career is really really important to you right now And your career if you want to hold on to it If you want to thrive If you don't want to absolutely fuck yourself You're going to have to prioritise your healing Not the healing of this guy not the healing of this guy let him start the work you can hold space for that there can be a situation with how you your current living situation currently where you both are figuring out your healing for yourselves and then you do your check-ins and to see where both of you are but you can't come and take paracetamol for somebody else's headache then you've got whether I whisper or I roar, my power remains. That's from the um, affirmations for a decade in recovery. And then you've got, I am cute. I am blessed. I am funny as fuck. I know it's going to sound really wild, but I just need you to laugh. Just laugh randomly. I just need you to release some of those good hormones. Just laugh randomly. I need you to find humor in a little, in the tiniest aspect of all that's happened to you. Not because it's even that funny, because heartbreak, mate, it's not funny. But there must have been a point where as everything was happening, or even when you went to go and stay with family, something funny happened. I need you to tap into that and just find that humor because there is an element of God's light in that humor just to ease off a bit and to remind you that in the end I promise you I promise you everything will be okay but this icky bit and we've got more icky bits coming up from like March you know mid-March we've got more kind of changes coming up but you are emerging from all of this way more powerful than before you don't have, it's not, it doesn't even have to be an overt power where you're shouting down a place or anything, it's a quiet you know, radiation, like radiation, radiating power that comes from you, that will emanate from you going forward. But you have to be prepared for the fact that you're going to be elevated in your work and your inner self has to be prepared for that elevation. This relationship dynamic is gearing you towards that, but it's asking you to censor yourself, to prioritize your healing above all else. Do that for me. Anyway, that's that for the tarot. I pray that it resonates with you. You can send your letters to sym at kalechiokarfor.com. Anyway, we'll get to share your magnificence. So for share your magnificence, I obviously want to big up the Read podcast. They're my faves, you know, like I wouldn't have gotten into podcasting if it wasn't for the read. Uh, so big up Kid Fury and Crystal for their 10 year anniversary. When I say the OGs, the goats, 
fam Like They're like, to, to me When it comes to podcasting That's the motherfucking blueprint You know Like I love the read With all my heart There are still episodes I need to catch up uh, Catch up with As of recently But their vulnerability Their growth Throughout the years Like seeing how they've You know Just Being able to do so much And they've been blessed In so many ways From what we You know Know as listeners I've been to like What two shows Live shows Um I love them And I And I And I hope That the way that I feel About them Is the way that people feel About me And this podcast Like Nah They're I love them I love them so much And 10 years is a fucking long time Like every week They never took a break Every week they had episodes out Like madness Absolute madness And so I'm really grateful that recently In the past like year or two They have been taking more breaks Because they really set the rest of us girlies up To be doing what we're doing So one can only pray to to reach that level of like influence of success of you know all of the things them so big up big up the read two slaps on kid fury and crystal's chest because they've done the things i love them um oh i've got an update of a letter let me just see what that is Uh, update of a letter i think that you'd like this so somebody wrote in a while ago and they're telling us now it says hey Kalechi I thought I'd give you an update and send you a pic and guess what the pic is it's a pic of a beautiful bubba a beautiful beautiful bubba it says here I gave birth via emergency c-section on Christmas day it wasn't the birth story I envisioned however I felt empowered And that I made the best decision for myself and baby at the time. Me and Bubba are currently catching up on the episodes we've missed whilst I've been adjusting to this new life as a mother. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if his first words are suck your (laughs) mum. We love you, Kalechi. Wishing your uh, deepest desires are fulfilled and surpassed in 2023 and that the light inside you continues to glow and clear a path for us to follow. That is so beautiful. Congratulations. And so for those who needed a reminder, this person wrote in saying that they were 38 plus six weeks pregnant and... um, that they, um, it says here, I'm 38 plus six weeks pregnant. And let me tell you something I'm giving birth to your number one fan. Anytime I listen to your podcast, he literally starts doing backflips. His favorite episode so far is Dear Keisha's Mum. I thought he was going to jump out of my womb. So I'm currently not up to date as I wanted to save them up for his birth. So he has something enjoyable to listen to as he enters the world. Um, and that was a Shea Magnificence letter from a little while back. And the baby is here. The baby is here. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so, so happy for you. May you and Bubba be blessed. You and the family be blessed. And only good things. Only good things for you and your fam and this little baby boy that's come into the world already knowing Wagwan. From the womb, from the womb, he knew that we're not ramp. Like he knew that what time it is and what we are doing in this life. And he said, baby girl, I'm a baby boy. I'm coming through to this realm through a baby girl and I'm coming to help with the things and I'm coming to help get the things in order. So 
big up all of the souls that are, you know, incarnating in this uh, time at this time that are here to do great things. And I pray that I have the long life and the prosperity as well as everybody else that's on this journey so that we can support you in having the world that you lot deserve. So two slaps on your chest, you and baby boy's chest. Boop, boop, boop. Um, so that was that show you're magnificent. Um, and there was a new story that really tickled. No, let me not say that because I know that babies are listening now. Don't say that. Don't say that because I can share. Um, let me bring this up. I here we go. Move. Uh, riots, quote unquote, um, have been reported in schools across the country today as protests staged by pupils over toilet usage appear to have gotten out of hand. Police have been called into a number of schools after students revolted after upcoming changes regarding the use of toilets during lessons. Riot police were called into Richmond School in North Yorkshire after students started letting off fire uh, extinguishers and kicking down doors. Local reports suggest the tree was set on fire. Now, the tree's like, now, why am I in it? Why am I in it? I'm creating the toilet paper. Why am I in it? Anyway, teachers were pushed over and windows were smashed during the furor. Okay, that doesn't sound great. It is understood the protest was planned by students after the school announced plans to lock the toilets during lesson time and for a a period over break time. A petition was initially proposed before students instead decided to refuse to go to lessons and staged a protest in the lunch hall. There are reports that around 20 students have been since permanently excluded due to the disturbance. Jenna Potter, head teacher at Richmond School and Sixth Form College, said in a statement to Richmondshire Today, a small group of students has protested against the use of toilets during lesson time. The overwhelming majority of students were equally shocked at the behaviour of a small minority Students have already been consulted and will continue to contribute to a solution. Meanwhile, in Cornwall, a demonstration at the Penrice, or is it Penrice Academy in St. Austell, saw tables being flipped over and a girl injured after a protest kicked off, which had reportedly been organised on Facebook the night before. A message shared on Facebook on Thursday read, Dear all Penrith, Penrith students, we are protesting tomorrow about toilet rights. Please join if you can. This will run through period one, two, three, four and will take place outside reception and year seven yard. We will all spread out through the school and please make posters and signs. Like I said, please join if you can. Repost this on your story and spread the message. Local police were reportedly made aware of the incident but did not attend the scene. An email sent by sent by the academy staff to the parents um, said or read due to a social media post yesterday evening some of our students took the decision to protest our students have the right to express their opinions in a calm and safe manner however a small number of students behavior was unacceptable a number of parents have already been contacted to collect their children for the majority of our students lessons and lunchtime will continue as normal we hope to engage with them to find a solution that works for everyone as soon as possible elsewhere in the country the Farnley Academy in Leeds has seen students standing outside classroom and uh, classrooms and refusing to go in 
The students were supported in their protest by a number of disgusted parents who said the move was a violation of the children's human rights. Protests have been staged at Bromford School in Wickford and Castleview School in Canvey, um, where pupils organised a series of walkouts, which soon escalated into quote unquote chaos. One parent of a pupil at Bromford's who did not wish to be named told uh, the Canvey Echo, students were setting off fire, uh, fire alarms and running amok in, at the school in protest of locked toilets, lack of school lunches and staffing issues. I have just physically attended the school to get my daughter out of there as it's kicking off. I've just witnessed firsthand the school is chaos. Another protest has been reported at Haven High Academy in Boston, Lincolnshire, which the head teacher was blamed on social media trends, um, has blamed um, on social media trends and warned students they will be met with sanctions if it happens again. A number of videos have surfaced on TikTok depicting a large number of students gathering on the school's field to protest the prison rules enforced by the school. Uh, one parent of a pupil at Haven High told Lincolnshire Live. Uh, claims the school is uh, locking toilet blocks and corridors. The parent also claimed children are not being allowed to use the toilet during lessons. They said for some strange reason, the head teacher seems to be throwing prison rules into the school where corridors and toilet blocks are locked during school time. If they need the toilet or anything, they have to go through this teacher and that teacher. It's just like a prison in there. They can't wear any sort of jewellery and no makeup. If mobile phones are switched on, they get that confiscated until after school. All the students protested and went onto the school field. Some teachers were trying to get them back in, but they were saying no. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. I know that there are lots of teachers that listen to this podcast. So if you have a view on this, I would really appreciate your insight. Do send it in because I don't want a situation where you lot are not safe in um, in this regard. I want you all to be safe. Like that is a priority for me. However, when Pluto enters Aquarius, let me tell you, remember the, um, there was the school where there was an issue. Was that school near Pimlico or something? Something was happening there as well. And the students were protesting and that wayward head teacher. In fact, there's been quite a few incidents where teachers have been moving or head teachers have been moving mad. When Pluto enters into Aquarius, you lot are going to get flogged. You're going to get flogged unless you start treating children, treating these pupils like the humans that they are. Because you're not. You're not respecting them. And so now you're going to chop disrespect. And I know it can't be easy. I don't want to be like them people who um, don't, haven't had children and they'll turn around and be like, well, if I was a parent, I, I don't understand how you as a parent are doing. You don't know. With all due, with all due respect, you don't know. So I am not a teacher. I chose not to be a teacher because I am not above fighting a 12 year old. Okay. So I knew that that was not my calling. That was not my path. I still do feel though that some of these rules don't make sense to me. The only reason I can think of is like, oh, they can't go toilets because some of them are smoking in the toilets. Are they having trying to have sex in the toilets? Like, what is the reason? But surely there's there's another way to deal with this. You can't just lock off the toilets. Not all of our urethras and whatever you I know you doctors will now come and tell me something else. But our bladders do not all operate on the same system. Yeah. I might need the loo. I people have periods. What they can't go and go. They're menstruating. They can't go and do their thing. Like what? It just seems very ridiculous to me. It just seems really, really ridiculous. And I'm telling you, these children, they they don't care. Like they they're not playing. They're not playing. They they have a different 
Vim to us Like especially us lot That were born when um I think like Pluto Where was Pluto? Us like Pluto and Scorpio lot we like to follow the rules, even if we think the rules are a bit bullshit. We'll go along with it. We'll we'll voice our you know our dissent, but we're not really gonna do much about it. We we pontificate and debate about the thing. This lot, this Pluto and Aquarius, you know, as Pluto is moving into Aquarius, these lot who are younger than us or younger than we are, who are being affected, we really really feeling the effects of Pluto being an Aquarius. They're not playing. They're going to get out there. And do what they need to do They really really are And so I feel like we should expect More protests From young people Because like look at adults Look at adults at our big big age Dickheads are talking about our um, Energy crisis We're going to raise the energy prices even more Even more cost of living Cost of living Everything Yet we don't have the vim We don't have the Jenny San Juan To get out there and start badding people up this younger lot, they're not playing. They're not about that. Like they will let you know. And I, for one, feel like the education system needs to be shaken up in that way because you can't treat people like that. You just can't. But again, I'm willing to hear you lot's opinions on that. Um, do let me know. But two slaps on the chest of the. I, I don't like to hear about people being injured, and I don't want teachers to be pushed over. Um, I don't like any of that stuff. I am a table shaker. I'm a table flipper, so I can't really, really comment on that. But again, like, let's all be careful. Baby girls, baby boys, baby non-binaries that are in this school, please, please be careful. Make your point. Do what you need to do. Like, if you need to tear a few singlets, I understand, but please, please be careful. That's all. Okay, I feel like that's all for Share Your Magnificence. All right, let me pick up this week's um, show sponsors who are Gusto. So, you know how earlier I was saying to you how much I love food, like love, love, love food. Well, this is where Gusto come in. Like, I'm busy. I'm a, I'm a booked and busy girly, a, ble- a, a blessed booked and busy girly. So I'm not always having the time to start going to the market, getting this, getting that. And that's where they come in. Gusto gives you everything you need to create incredible home cooked meals, including perfectly portioned, fresh ingredients and easy to follow recipe cards. So with Gusto, you can choose from over 250 recipes a month and they have it delivered to your door any day of the week. So you can start enjoying quality dishes today. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I need to now go supermarket. How much do I need to use of this thing and that thing? Everything has been portioned for you. Um, So they make it easier for you to even plan your meals throughout the week um, You get your pre-portioned ingredients Which means like zero food waste as well And then you're not worrying about which container You're going to now put this in and that in To store it in the fridge for however long Because baby, you know you're not going back to go and use that It's easy to follow the recipe cards um, You get always fresh, high quality ingredients uh, So you can sign up now And get 60% off your first box um, It's great It's natural um, you know, well, you have like natural um, ingredients, like gorgeous ingredients in there, tasty things to make, taste like whatever takes your fancy. And I know for my vegan babes, my vegans and um, the vegetarians, like there are lots of things for you to choose from. So you can go and have a great, great time. So you get 60% off your first box plus 25% off all boxes for two months. So you can go to cook.gusto.co.uk uh, forward slash claim and that's g-o-u-s-t-o for gusto so that's cook dot 
g-o-u-s-t-o.co.uk forward slash claim and then when you get there your code is straws so when you get to check out your code is straws to get what you need to get and live your best life um yeah so go make yourself some like nice tasty food and we will move on to so you mad all right so this week on so you mad i thought that it was highly ridiculous that people saw a photo shoot that rihanna did with um that guy asap rocky that she chose she chose to um help her create a child a very 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 beautiful boy um cool in a photo um the front cover is it vogue britain or british vogue um they are walking on a at a on a beach or they're walking at a beach and she's walking ahead in a beautiful black dress and asap is behind her holding their son um her hand reaches backwards i think she and to hold his or something like that anyway the mandem are mad the mandem are angry um because how dare she we're really losing recipes is how they saw it we're losing the mandem because now they are holding babies and walking behind women how dare a man walk behind a woman that he's in a relationship with because men are the leaders men are the leaders they lead us because we have no sense of direction like it's just really sad to be honest it's just I don't I just feel bad for people that this is where they found like there are so many things for us to be worrying about in the world but this is where you've chosen to this is what you've chosen to worry about this is what you want to concern yourself with um I don't even know if I mentioned it last week even but yeah to me it's just it's just rather ridiculous it's just rather ridiculous that they could see such a picture and it speaks to the misogyny that people really don't want to spend time talking about there is a deep deep misogyny that's playing out in so many ways and I need to really um stress about how the pick me's are evolving at this time so many of them making videos now like you aren't a good wife if you're if you're if you're a king, if your husband doesn't feel like you respect him. All right. But think about that phrasing. Are you, is the wife not respecting him or does he just not feel respected because there's a way that he views respect? Honestly, people just need to be having more conversations. I'm so done with the masculinity, femininity conversations, like feminine, femininity coaches and all of that stuff. Like, this is how I feel like I need to protect my peace because if I get involved in a conversation, I'm going to be cussing many, many people out and I really don't want to. It really offended men that another man was showing affection to his child and holding his child as his wife walked ahead. She is a billionaire. She is a billionaire. So she will walk where she wants to walk. Not that money should dictate these things But at the end of the day There is a reason that it worked that way She is doing what she needs to do And there's nothing wrong with him Holding his child But again, this is what I was saying About men and daddy issues earlier You are clearly telling me As clear as day That your father did not hold you Your father did not hold you Whose problem is that? Sounds like a you problem Find healing Find healing within you Please do Because how 
the internet is just getting scarier and scarier and it's going to get worse as Pluto moves into Aquarius. It's going to get worse. Like the internet is not a safe space. Like people are doing very, very weird things and they're being radicalized right before our eyes. Even the people that you think that should have sense. Like I'll say something to certain people that is very, very clear and logical. No, but women do that too. Nobody has said that women are above reproach or that women don't have things that are fucked up that they need to address. But to disregard the centuries of male violence all because you want to do up oh I hate the term toxic masculinity I hate the term patriot you can hate all the terms that you want but words mean things words mean things and at some point you're just going to have to realize that that is the case okay (sighs) anyway so in case I have talked about that I just feel like I needed to talk about that extra um what else did I see that I wanted to talk about um oh I saw that weird guy that was um stole baggage he used to work for the government and he stole this um black woman's baggage um and he's been wearing her clothes to events and and interviews um since she lost her bag I think in 2018 I believe and since then he's just been uh, parading in her clothes a white man parading in her clothes and (laughs) Things just get weirder by the day. My last uh, So You Mad that I thought was hilarious. Why are all the cosplay, the black cosplayers, no, she's, why are they named Rachel? Why are they named Rachel? Um, So there's the, uh, what does it say here? Let me just make sure I get it right. There's a activist or there was an activist or is, um, she's called or uh, named herself, Raquel Evita Saraswati, American Muslim activist and writer. She's been on the news to talk about things. Um, Members of the American Friends Service Committee, a prominent Quaker organization known for its progressive values and social justice um, advocacy in the U.S. and abroad, have raised an alarm about a woman holding a leadership position within the organization um, who they say has misrepresented her ethnic background um, for years and who they fear may be working on behalf of groups seeking to undermine their organization. Raquel Avita Saraswati, a Muslim activist who for years has encouraged people to believe that she's a woman of color, including Latina, as well as South Asian and um, Arab descent, is the AFSC's chief equity, inclusion and cultural officer. <laughs> I was trying to read it with a straight face, but girl... You didn't even know which person of color you wanted to be. You said, give me Latina, give me this, give me that. Like all of it, baby, sprinkle all of it on. That's where you gave yourself away. I would have read that name and said, bitch, behave. Oh, Raquel Avita Saraswati, a Muslim activist who for years has encouraged people to believe that she's a woman of color, including Latina, as well as South Asian and Arab descent, is of is the AFSC's chief equity, inclusion and cultural officer, a senior position that gives her access to the files of dozens of the organization's staff and volunteers. But Saraswati, who was born Rachel Elizabeth Seidel or Siddle, um, is not a person of color, according to her mother, Carol Perone. I call her Rachel, Perone told The Intercept when reached by telephone. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing. And that not that what Rachel Dolezal's mom said? Or there was another one as well whose mom was like, I, I don't know what this girl is. Like, we are as white as snow, baby. We are as white as snow. What is going on? 
Saraswati, her mother added, is of British, German and Italian descent Not Latina, South Asian or Arab I am as white as the driven snow and so is she Imagine that is what your mother said I even thought I was paraphrased but I read it and I saw Your mother said we are white We are white You see that snow on the ground? Baby, that is us That is our white What are you doing? Um, The mother also shared photos of Saraswati as a child In the photos which the mother asked not to be published Saraswati's complexion is significantly lighter Than the bronze look in more recent photographs Perone also shared with the uh, Intercept Her Ancestry.com profile And a photo of Saraswati's biological father Who is deceased Another relative who asked not to be identified Confirmed that Saraswati is white (sighs) Why? Why, why, why do you want to be oppressed so badly? So badly. Um, Somebody else said, so I'm loosely acquainted with this lady, Raquel Saraswati. A few years ago, my fiance posted on Facebook that he wanted some Indian food. And this is uh, the nonsense that she commented back. Um, I just call it food, man. But we look forward to people craving our eats all fall and winter And that's another thing as well Now you've decided to cosplay Now you're coming to look for trouble For no reason We just call it food But I look, I, I, we look forward to people craving our eats Like No, at this point that has to be a sickness That has to be a sickness Like your mum baited you up Like your mum said no We are the whites we are the whites That is my children That's what your mum said I should have said those are my children But it's only you specifically And so for that reason for poetic um, liberties You forget the grammar, you know I don't have to explain myself I was singing um, To me it's just really mad It's really, really mad that this is what she's doing But I wouldn't be surprised if, for instance, she was an agent and they planted her in there because that would give her access, as they said, to all of these activists and all of these people's files who want better for the world. And you can set up intel on them by pretending that you're Latina, South Asian, as well as what else did she say? Arab. I, I, uh, there are no words. There are no words It's just that madness is rife in this life And I, I can't take it I can't take it um, Anyway, moving on to Straw of the Week A.K.A. Suck Your Mum To the people who sent Dr. Shola hate mail Threatening, threatening her life It will never ever be well with you um, And I say that And I still have to now After going on the ayahuasca journey Like I really hope that you find your way back to the light I really hope that for you In the meantime, please suck your mother Um, And the people who are upset about free school meals They are raging about the fact that Sadiq Khan, who wants to run for a third term as London mayor um, Has said primary school children All primary school children in London 
from September this year will um, have available to them. They can, any of the children can have free school meals. Um, he shouldn't have to be doing this. This should be a governmental initiative, but you know that the government are pussyclarts. Um, and I know that many boroughs have already run similar schemes prior to Sadiq saying that he will now fund it. Um, yeah, and all I saw were comments from people going, but why are they doing that? This is a waste of our money. Da, 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 da. You don't think the coronation is a waste of our money? Crowning a tampon? You don't think that that's a waste of our money? No. Sad times. Sad times. I think that this is a really good way for Sadiq to launch the campaign for his third term. Um, if he actually wants to thrive, I think he should talk to me at some point because all of this that he does, where he tries to circumnavigate challenging, maybe sometimes uncomfortable conversations with people in the community is why you only won by nose hair the last time that we had um, this mayoral uh, elections and um, Sean Bailey was right up your ass crack. Yeah, you very close. So let's do better this time. It's my hope for you. Um, but yeah, to all the people who are upset, I don't understand why you'd want children to suffer. So I think that you can suck out. Um, and I'll provide the straws for free is the thing, you know, showing generosity like Sadiq. But rather than doing this whole tough on crime, tough on crime thing, I actually think feeding children goes a long way. Eradicating poverty goes a long way towards solving a lot of the crimes that people want to preoccupy themselves with. But the thing is, they don't want to really solve the crimes. They just want a reason to have more police on the streets. Because if you really wanted to solve crime, you would focus and you would enrich community. It's really that simple. But that's all I have to say. I want to get home and eat some food. No, I've got another appointment, haven't I? Okay, I need to send these files to Brent. And then go and eat some food. No, go to my appointment and then eat some food. Long day for a baby girl, indeed. Anyway, I pray that you all look after yourselves. March the 1st, um, things are going to pick up energetically for us, astrologically in a major way. Prepare yourselves. Um, and I want great things for you. The tickets, imagine my life. Imagine my life. I went the entire show not saying that. The tickets for the September live show in London are now on sale. Fane.co.uk. That's F-A-N-E.co.uk forward slash Kelechi hyphen Okafor. You can get your ticket and the show will be on the 12th of September, two days before my book is officially published. But you will get your book if you buy a ticket. If you buy the ticket that has the book option with it, you will get your book on the day. On the day. Um, which is the 12th of September. You'll get your uh, book on the day of the live show, um, which will be amazing. And it's going to be at the Barbican, a whole me at the Barbican, a whole baby girl, a household rascal name. What God has joined together, no man can put a soy in. No man can put asunder. Look at that. The Bible really struggling to come out my mouth. And what God has put together with me, is success, is elevation, is ascension, is baby girlism, is beauty, is class, is style, is range, yeah, is bang girls, yeah, and a sick, no, let me not say that because maybe God doesn't want me to talk about my pum pum, but um, ultimately I'm super excited, a whole me at the Barbican, it has to be the show of my life, and so that will be us celebrating my book launch, it's going to be book themed, so I can't wait, some of you might be receiving proof copies from me soon, Ah, I'm going to be a hot author. Canowitz, Canowitz, published author with the Ranger. Can't wait.
Yeah. Well, anyway, like I said, go and get yourself tickets for the live show in September. It's going to be incredible. And thank you all for rocking with me thus far. My people them in New York, I'm looking forward to seeing you April 13th. Like, let's get it and keep it popping. But yeah, that's that. I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Help you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind